Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is a good conservative directly across from me and opposed to every common sense, uh, liberal, democratic proposal that I've ever voiced. And well, that's the truth. Okay, I'm glad you're starting off on a tr- note of truth. <laughs> but they are all—they were all good ideas. No, it's no, no. That's the lie. There, Joe is old and in the way and can't handle it. So, in uh, the way, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, especially at home. All right, and we have a guest in the studio. So our sponsor is the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. And our guest today, Vinnie Clausey, Northumberland County Commissioner. Uh, he ran as a Democrat years ago, but has switched to the Republican Party. Why the switch to Republican Party? And Mark. I always conserved all my life in Washington, D.C. I always voted for Republican. And the reason I changed is five, six years ago because the country's gone the wrong direction under the Democratic Party. Okay, so you wanted to get involved in the Republicans. Yeah. So you're on the ballot. On and the you re- should. You said he was a commissioner. He was a prior commissioner, and he's running for the post again. All just right. so we're yep. clear. Yep, he was in office. So right. When did you start and finish your terms? Two th- I started in 2008, and I finished at the end of 2015. Okay, so two terms. Terms in office there, and uh, but now you wish to get back into uh, elected office. So why run for Northumberland County? Oh, you're a business person, and folks don't know that. Right. Yeah. Owning restaurants and uh, all kinds of things. No restaurant. I own a construction company. I work for Lowe's company. I travel from Massachusetts to Chicago. I work for distribution center. It's not for the store you shop in there. I had a thousands employee in my life, and uh, I'm a very strong businessman. Why run for commissioner again? Uh, the county's going the wrong direction. Uh, look what they did to the prison. Uh, you see today in the newspaper, they say that the prison cell attacks was a contaminator. And finally, on Monday, I was there at the media, and they agreed, even the attorney, the city, they had a paperwork that said it was not contaminated. Why they spend the mark? Why they were not and bought that property in Cold Township for six and a half a million dollars when Alan Solini gave it for free 25 years ago? So we give 150 acres for free and then we buy back for six and a half a million dollars. That's a joke. That's a joke. Well, the, the Northumberland County Commissioners and the City of Sunbury are currently supposedly trying to forge a partnership to deal with the Celotex property. Had you stayed in office uh, and it not been the prison, is is there anything you'd like to see done with that site? I, I think of the site they should be developer, and I would partner with the city, so I am a county commissioner. I tried to do when I was there in 2010, and... Um, and I believe something has to be done. I believe the president should have been there before. We would have saved a lot of money. Uh, the reason why they built the prison to Cole Township because the chief clerk in Northumberland County, the husband was the CEO for that for that company on the property. So 
They did a deal. I don't know why they did that deal. That that was totally the wrong Northwestern for the tax. Deal? Excuse me. The Northwestern. That's yeah, who owned Nor- it before. No, yeah, Northwest. Yeah, they got the the ground for nothing, Mark. And 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 then we buy it for six and a half a million. That that's no brain. I mean, why why do that? Well, now, of course, this has been mired in controversy. I won't say total controversy, but there's certainly been issues, including the coal township fee issue. Where do you come down on that? Shouldn't the township have, and you're a fiscal conservative, shouldn't the township, when they got that money, they knew it was paid under protest, shouldn't they have held on to it instead of spending it and just see how the court played out? I. I, I didn't know much I didn't know much about it because you know I was working at that time I traveled all over the United States and I didn't know what the detail it was and I'm gonna look into. Are you gonna be able to be a Northumberland County Commissioner if you were all over the country all the time? I'm, I retired, Mark. I retired five years ago and I will be full time commissioner the way I was before to the first couple of years. All right. So you haven't taken a stand on this coal township lawsuit? No, no, yet. Well, been, I didn't know the detail. Well, it's been going on for I know, four but years. I, Mark, it don't matter. I don't know the detail. I'm not going to answer something. I don't know the detail. All right. So that, isn't that just like the politically correct view? I'm not on the commissioner's <laughs> side. I'm not. Uh, but I hey, love that's everybody. That's their business. It's, it's not, I can't call the shot. They call the shot. That's the, okay. That's their fight, and you're just going to leave that's it at that. Let that fight. Yeah. Well, I'm curious. You you are running some very hard hitting advertising, including on this station, where you're accusing your opponents of uh, covering up a six million dollar deficit in county government. Uh, obviously, that's that's a firm number. So you must have some reason, some proof, or some something that would make me, as someone who doesn't know the county, okay. be able to say, "My God, Clausey's right." So what is that? I am right, and I prove it to the taxpayers. I win in my election the first month. I'll be in office. I will tell the county they end that six million dollars. And I told you a little bit of detail. Mm-hmm. And the prison that's supposed to have 84 employees. That's a state rule. Okay, you have 150 prisons, you're supposed to have 84 employees, okay? They have a 25. They cut the budget a, two, a million and a half to two million dollars. Now, you know yourself, every year the budget go up, it don't go down, okay? So, when the people don't show up to work, they do lockdown in the prison. That's a federal crime. But you cannot do that. They have a civil right violation. You cannot do that to them people. So just to bring that staff from 25 to 84, you need another two and a half million dollars. So you're saying it's because they don't have the money that we're understaffed, not, not that uh, it's just hard to get people. No, they don't. No, they don't have the money because everybody pays uh, nineteen dollar an hour. $20 an hour to start, and then after three months, uh, they go up to 22 Look all the county around, okay? So what I'm saying to you guys, they don't have the money. And then they come to you guys and put in a newspaper, oh, yeah, we we bring uh, $30,000 last month to bring other prisoners to Northumberland County. But then they didn't tell you, our prisoner went to the other county. And they pay so much money, they don't tell you that. They just say, that's how much we took in. Do that's we a have joke. To, we have to send some prisoners elsewhere for various purposes, separation of defendants and things like that. I understand the market, but here's what happened. We get a prisoner from Schuylkill County. We charge, I think we charge $77, $78 per day. Schuylkill County take a prisoner from the federal government at $225. What's the brain? Why we pay that and then the other? I mean, it's nice to bring prison in Schuylkill County get 225 bucks an hour for the federal government. And then we get 75 dollars for them. That's no brain. So we got to charge more. 
Yeah. Well, I'm curious. You said the six. Going back to the six million dollars, uh, the county prison would certainly be part of that. But what else? I mean, that's a pretty big uh, lump sum for a county of this size. So well, let, how let did me, that happen? Okay, let me tell you something else. Okay, you have a 911 is a half of the staff. Okay, you have a children and youth. Okay, it's a half of the staff. When I was there, children and youth, we had. 273 kids under children and youth. Now they're down below 50. Okay? Uh, the prison, I mean, the 911. 911, they have the staff in a half. Okay? They had a, st- they had a guy who was training the 911 people. They lost four years ago. They never bring it back to save $40,000 or $45,000, whatever the number was, okay? You know Chad Ryan. You guys know Chad Ryan, right? Right. And, you know, the wife. He had to have a baby, the water break. They called 911 because the staff, it was not training. The, the ambulance, you never show up there for an hour and 20 minutes. The baby died, shaming him. We lost a baby. That's right. not right. You could have lost yourself, you could have lost your mother, you could have lost your brother. We must strain them out in 911. Hey, it's important. Uh, is the 911 not is at half staff? Is that what you're saying? And 911 is not full staff. It's not full staff. No, okay, so there. But there's this tremendous worker shortage absolutely positively everywhere. You're the only person who has enough employees in your business. So who how I mean everybody's dealing with this. It isn't just the commissioners cutting the budget. They can't find workers. Yeah, my Mark, you cannot bring a people of uh, a the prison for 14, 15 hours. Okay, you go and uh, in the strip here, uh, and you, see you have a sign in McDonald's. They start at 20 bucks an hour. I mean, you know, them days gone. Them day 13, 14 dollar an hour is gone. But that's how they start. War, uh, correction officers. Uh, there was a 14, 15 hour the last four months. I don't know where they are now. Okay. Yeah, it's it's higher. I guarantee it. Have to well, I, I guarantee it's not more than... Yeah, Starbucks is paying 15 okay. to start. So you, you've enumerated two things, the prison, the understaffing there in the 911 center, uh, as part of the reason why the county is $6 million Correct. in the whole. Anything else? Uh, well, let me tell you something else they do. <clears throat> they have a company that take care of the medical staff at the prison. They pay $110,000 per month. Okay, what I believe, as I'm a county commissioner, they spend a million, three million, four per year for the medical staff to take care of the prison. As I'm a county commissioner, I'm going to create my own medical staff. Okay, I put a doctor call of a hundred thousand dollars, psychiatrist and call of a hundred thousand dollars, and I fire and I hire a six LPN. It costs five hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Look, the money you're going to save. You're going to save eighty eight hundred thousand dollars with a truck and a pen. Well, that would depend on how much on-call time you get for those physicians. No, because I did this when I was a county commissioner. At that time, they wanted fifty thousand dollars to be on call, just to be on call. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So I'm going to increase that to hundred thousand dollars. So you have a doctor psychiatrist cost two hundred thousand, another three hundred thousand LPN. Okay, and you save $800,000. They do not have the brand to be a business people. Well, let me ask you this question. Uh, let's say you're, you're absolutely right, and the county is $6 million in debt. How is Commissioner Clausey going to get us out of that hole? I tell you, just one area, I'm going to save you $800,000, just one area. Okay. How can I get the $6 million? I don't know. I don't know what we're going to get. we got to look into all, every place where we can get some money. Cut okay. more staff in all the row offices. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Listen, 
the commission, then, uh, they, uh, they, you know, Sam Shikatani told to my face, Clay Bunny never comes to work. Okay? That's nonsense. Okay? The way that they, they even raw office, they come to work when they want to. You know, you have to implement the rule of everybody. Okay. I was a businessman, Mark, for 35 years. Okay? I was very successful. I had employee for 25 years working for me. So, I mean, you got to be a business brain. All right. Uh, other topics that have popped up? Uh, uh, anything else happening? I mean, you, you say corruption in your uh, ads. Correct. What else are you going after? Or, or And what will you bring to the table, too, that's positive? You know, I mean, fixing those things is, is well, positive. I, I, I give you one example. You know, I got to see what's everything is, what's going on in the county. What, what can I get some money there? But I'm telling you right now. The county's in financial problem. And when I see you $6 million, I'll prove it to you as I get elected. I, and I, I would get a, um, I would make a conference, um, we would bring you to the table with your radio and I show you the $6 million in debt. Okay, but is, can you, you say you, you don't know exactly where you'd get the $6 million or close the gap, but wouldn't tax increases have to be part of that? We don't know yet. We can't continue to go business the way they're doing right now. They can. They're going to get sued. Okay, the prison's going to sue the county. Okay, the federal government's going to come in, the FBI, and say you violate a civil right to the prison because you cannot do a lockdown because you don't have no employee. You only can do lockdown if you have a problem at the prison. Mm -hmm. So under, this, under the federal law, it's a civil right violation, and the county will be in trouble. Okay, well, that certainly would be something that they'd have to look into, but wouldn't the prisoners have to bring that suit? Well, yes, the prisoners okay. are going to bring that suit. Yeah. And have they done that so far? Is there anything in the, the No, yeah. Okay, well, when you were commissioner, let's face it, you had a lot of lawsuits that you either initiated or were the victim of. Well, you well, know. well hold on. Well, let me go right through the lawsuit. Okay. Okay. Who I had a lawsuit for? Kim Best, because I fired her. And, and, and she sued me. After she sued me, she come to the restaurant and, and, and she tried to give me a hug. I said, stay away from me. I said, you sued me. Okay, you know what she told me? Oh, I had to sue you because I needed I need to feed my kids. Now, come on, you guys. Well, if you've damaged her, she has to feed her kids. <laughs> now, listen to me. Let me tell you something else, okay, um, about the lawsuit. Tell me what I mean, how many lawsuits I had. Boris and Jones, the lawsuit, they went to pornography. 20,000 hit in pornography. There was an investigation done for the state police. Right, but they said the firing wasn't handled properly. But that was, so that was that. a Chad Reiner. We get sued because we are kind of commission automatic. We get sued. But it was Chad Reiner who fired them. I didn't fire them. So this is over-aggressive cleaning up. What about the fact that, uh, well, the Kimberly Best thing is a, is a perfect example. I mean, you're just significantly not getting along with people in the office. I mean, you had Merle Phillips mad at you for a while, and no, that's Merle hard was, to Merle do. Merle Phillips, it was my friend, and he worked with me. Well, you know Mark, he worked with me, and we did what he was right for the taxpayer. Sometimes, yes, but not always. But in any any event. But Merle Phillips is the one he fired at Kim Best. Is this the more gracious Vinny? Klausy second time around. I I would do. Um, can I would do something different than before? Maybe yes. Can I make some mistake when I was there? I think I did. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. 
Well, it really sounds like your campaign is aimed at Mr. Claiborne more than anything else. Because Claiborne never goes to work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I, I, tell well, me what Claiborne did. He's in the golf course every day. Well, he, he tells us, I mean, you've called him Country Club Joe, and he doesn't belong to a country club, he tells us. And he, <laughs> he cited on the air here quite a number of times that's, that's uh, the not meetings actually he's attended. A, that's not actually a defense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you what it's people just, said. I mean, he, he, he enumerated for us the number of meetings he attended. Now, is he lying? I mean, he, he made it listen, clear that he did uh, a lot of you, work. Listen, you go on the Facebook, in the wintertime, he's in Colorado, ski. Um, he, he goes all over the country, ski. And the summertime, he's in the golf course every day. Okay. Ask Sammy Chicatano. He's the one. Sammy, the one he told everybody, okay, Joe Clayton, you know, come to work. I didn't make that up. Sammy told me. And well, Sammy told everybody else. Well, can't you be a commissioner 24-7 without being in the courthouse? Or the administration bill? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm they, asking. We have a lot of issue. The county cannot be run for one person only. Okay. All right, other topics? Anything else you'd like to fix or talk about community college? That's kind of brought up and talked about these days. I am totally against that community college. We do not going to charge a taxpayer $15, uh, a taxpayer, $15 each each home in Northumberland County to have a college a day. I'm totally against it. $15 this big a year. For year. $15 per year. Per That's going to be millions and millions of dollars in the next 10 years. Absolutely, I'm against it. Okay. Uh, reassessment, does that pop up anymore? I remember when I started commissioners' meetings 25 years ago, they would say it's time for a reassessment. Of course, it never happened, but... But reassessment, Mark, I think a day is going to come when it's going to be done. You know, county government, city, municipality, they don't have the tax base no On more. your watch? What? It was going to happen on your watch? I, I don't know that. Okay, you're going to consider that maybe. I, well, I'm not going to. I think, in my opinion, the state should make a rule. And let the state fix this issue. I'm not okay. going to fix this issue. Probably like the new prison. You didn't. Nobody would actually do the new prison until the old one burned down. Yeah. What else? you got a minute or two left, so go ahead and uh, kind of wrap up. Well, I will ask the people in Northumberland County uh, next Tuesday to give me a vote. Come out to vote. I vote for Vinnie Clausey. I will make you proud. And I know how to run a county government. I'm a strong businessman. I had a thousands and thousands of employees in my life. Well, okay. Let's say you're the minority commissioner uh, when this is all said and done for some reason. that uh, Maybe there's uh, two Republicans and Democrat, but let's say Sam would side with uh, the Democrat. How would you handle that? I what? mean, you, you were a minority commissioner once before, and it didn't go real well, did it? What? No, he went well, because I, to I told him, I go to the press, I tell him what's going on. That's the way I handle it. I mean, uh, also... Uh, you guys see that uh, can this lady from Sunbury, Megan Betts, endorsed Chicatown and Claiborne. Come on, you know they're going to work together. Just in the endorsement. Right, they want to work together productively and make a fantastic commissioner's board oh, that will be yeah, helpful oh, brother, and, yeah, and yeah. work. Right, right, <laughs> right. I'm just right. speculating. Come on, work with me here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How can people get more information about you? Uh, we have a website. We have a, a Facebook and Facebook. They can go to Facebook. And just look, yeah. just search Vinnie Clousey for yep. commission or something right. like that. Thank you, sir. Good luck. Stay thank in you, touch. Mark, we'll and talk thank you, Mark. Thank you to let me here today and explain to my view a little bit. Thank well, you, you so you much. Got it. And you got an open mic anytime to call, just like everybody else does. Thank so, you so and much. you do call yeah. us from time to time. Thank so. you Always so happy much. to hear from you, yeah. too. Thank you so <laughs> much. Thank you. Vinnie Clousey, Northumberland County Commissioner. We'll enjoy some open phones when we come back. 
Mm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. Mm. out of auto repair. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. A good work partner knows what you need before you need it. That's how it feels when you work with Cintas. Your dedicated Cintas service reps get to know your business and have the industry knowledge that can help you prepare for what's ahead. They'll deliver your team's workwear freshly laundered Make sure your first aid and safety supplies, mats, mops, and towels are stocked when you need them. And your fire extinguishers are inspected and in working order. Visit Cintas.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the workday. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Mike Rhodes will be the next head basketball coach at Penn State. He is a pro's pro. He has taken VCU to the NCAA tournament three of the last four years. Personally, I have one internal candidate and I have one external candidate. Obviously, Adam. Externally, Mike would have staying power here and has been successful. The Steve Jones Show, three to five weekdays on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones. More in the Iowa situation, and we'll talk about the NBA playoffs today, three to five, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, we got speedy dialers, so let's go to the phones. We don't have too much uh, time, so we'll give out all the other details later. Bill. From Bloomsburg, you're on the mark. Hey, uh, from what I can see, uh, Northumberland County over there is uh, uh, with uh, Vinny Causey trying to get all these votes. Is uh, I mean, he's, he's constantly in the paper uh, getting sued. Like, he, he's, he's harassing from what I see, and he goes after different departments and use hearsay and, and uh, falsely go after people. 
Well, he has been sued a couple of times, but uh, he's either won or settled or I think... They're the ones that come forward, but then the, then the other people from, you know, and uh, a lot a lot of that problems that he talks about, you know, I mean, he had the same problems. And uh, as far as uh, the prison, the prison nationwide, if you look at the, the numbers across the, the whole United States, uh, the, the hiring of the prison is consistent throughout the United States. So he makes it sound like it's a Northumberland County problem. It's it's a it's a problem throughout the whole country. Well, his argument is, if you heard him, is that the county doesn't have enough money to pay competitive salaries. That if they increase the amount of money they paid people, they it, would it, be able to attract problem. more. It's a national problem. It's not a North. It's not a Northumberland County problem. Well, yeah, but let's and face he was it. In you, the, the midst of the, the prison thing when the when the thing burnt down and all that. You can he attract. Was, he was the guy in charge of that. Why why don't we still have our prison? He well, was the guy there. He wanted to keep it in Sunbury. He fought to keep it in Sunbury at the Celotex site. They even ordered, he, he talk, talked off the air, and I remember the story, that they had even ordered steel uh, for that site. Oh, the steel mesh controversy. Right, the right. steel mesh controversy. Yeah, they bought some of the building materials they knew they would need because they had a chance well, to buy them. Did. Right. Well, and he was there for a lot of the problems, and, and uh, you know, yeah, for him to, to single him out and, and pound his chest like that, he, he's not the great savior. You know what I mean? It, it, it's the economy. It, it, it's across this country. Right. And I don't see no uh, lawsuits being had by all these other uh, candidates. Mm, well, the big one is the Cold Township one, although the county seems to be prevailing in that. Bill, I, I think what you're going to get is Joe and I are just going to tell you that there's two sides to, to the, the story. The yeah, Vinnie story. Yeah. I understand, but uh, I, I find it hard to believe where a guy goes after different people in different departments throughout his history on hearsay and and uh, getting getting people, you know and then go after and think that he's straightening everything out. Well, right. Okay, we got you, Bill. We got to hit cert- another caller. Certainly but. does have, uh, you know, he articulates what he believes very, mm-hmm. very eloquently in his own way. He talks about what he would do as a commissioner. He talks about what he believes is necessary. What's wrong. Uh, right, and what's wrong. So, I mean, I, I, he didn't dodge any question we asked him, that's for sure. Yeah, the only thing I, I would say personally lack is I'd love to see spreadsheets that show where the deficit is. Six million dollars, is, and so would I. That's right. why I kept asking about it. But um, I'm kind of surprised because all that information is kind of in public, so you could bone up on that and not knowing about the Cole Township lawsuit that's you know that that's in plain sight you just read WKOK's accounts of it and you can get a cursory overview well, of you that. pointed out it was a politically correct answer all right yeah I love <laughs> everybody know. I love all babies all right uh, Bobby Douglas we're talking politics good morning thanks for calling in um, like you mark uh, I've been a lifetime um, resident of North Melbourne County mm-hmm. and uh, I've seen a lot of improvements over the years and that and and, uh, you know, of course, with Sunbury and all that. And uh, it took a lot of cooperation uh, between the, the political parties to get things done. Of course, Merle Phillips, you know, was, was one of them who crossed party lines to get things done. So, it, you know, at this point, I think that's down the road. You know, let's have cooperation between the candidates and the parties. 
Well, I think you're going to get some cooperation on the next commissioner's board, with or without Vinny on the board. Everybody's going to have to work together. they got some big things to deal with, the Celotex property. Uh, there's Whether it's a worker shortage or a budget deficit that's leading to the prison not being adequately staffed, the fact of the matter is the prison is inadequately staffed. So right. they're all going to have to work on that. All right. Thank you, sir. Cool. Yep, appreciate that. Sure. All right. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Do check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line, you can use that during the 9 a.m. hour, 570-743-9565. You can email us, as no one has done, on the political, county political topic at on the market at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. You have to use the keyword OTM, but we'd love to hear from you. <laughs> News Radio 1070 WKOK. Going to continue with open phones during the 9 a.m. hour. Joe McGranahan is here. I'm Mark Lawrence. Lynn Holes, our fabulous producer, and uh, Sunbury Motor Company is our sponsor. So we'll do some brief news headlines right after the CBS News. We'll open up the phones. We can talk about a very good day yesterday for Republicans. Uh, The former president wasn't convicted of rape. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Master Joe! Yeah, man. What's up? Right right across (laughs) from me. A man who's apolitical. When you run for office, do you ever, have you, can you cross file for borough council? Okay, so you haven't done that yet. All right. But But uh, if there's nobody on the other side, you can go after the other party's nomination, too. Right in. Right. That's a right in. Okay. All right. So that's Joe McGranahan, and he is an elected member. Mayor of Shemokin Dam. He was an elected councilman for a long time, and uh, he's uh, been a community servant. They uh, they should name some part of the CSVT after (laughs) you. Do they ever talk about that? No. Really? (laughs) Gosh. My friend Jesse Woodring wrote a letter to PennDOT suggesting they name the bridge after me. Yeah, there you go. And they wrote back and said, he's not dead. (laughs) He's not dead yet. (laughs) He's not dead. (laughs) (laughs) But have you heard him lately? No, no, seriously. He's got one foot in the grave and the other in a banana peel, but other than that. (laughs) Boy, that's an old old (laughs) illustration, Chief. All right, so On the Mark is sponsored. Oh, I'm Mark Lawrence, subpar host of the show, blah, blah, blah. All right, On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check him out at sunburymotors.com. You can call us now if you have an opinion about our first topic of the day, which was the Vinnie Clousey candidacy in Northumberland County governance. Maybe have an observation about there. Bill had some unanswered questions, and so uh, the voters will decide how to answer those questions as time goes on. So you can call us if you wish to talk about that, or uh, there's some other things in the news lately. Mr. Santos uh, is apparently the subject of a federal indictment, so we'll find out what that's all about. He's about two or three things in his history that maybe are questionable and could be indictable, so uh, we'll see what that uh, plays out. Uh, President Trump uh, named in a civil jury as uh, being liable for uh, defaming and sexual assault, so uh, that happened yesterday, and uh, let's see what else is cooking. Oh, we had the uh, conversation about uh, the 
a debt ceiling yesterday with the president and uh, Speaker McCarthy, and they both came out afterwards and, and yawned and said, nope, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't solve anything. We hate each other. Nope, so. we don't. We're not going anywhere. All right, 570-743-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236 and provide the keyword OTM. I have some good news at the end of this newscast. Oh, so I'll uh, talk about it very shortly here. A Winfield man is in critical condition after being flown to the hospital after a crash over the weekend. Details just out now on the crash involving 59-year-old Ricky Buss. He crashed on Smolch Barrack Road, and he's in critical condition. Sunbury City Administrator Derek Backer talking about that 50-50 partnership with Northumberland County. They're considering in Sunbury. They're going to draft a contract and see if the county likes it. And they will have to overcome some contamination on the property. DEP has said that the site is capped and is safe to use for development, but not residential development, says the city. The state Senate Finance Committee, Joe, you'll be happy to hear this, has approved a bill that would accelerate the reduction in the state's corporate net income tax rate. Our correspondent Mark Sims is following that story. While a plan to reduce the CNIT rate from 9.99% to 4.99% over nine years was approved as part of the state budget last session, Senator Ryan Ahmed says this bill would speed up that reduction. An immediate drop to 7.99 and then a point reduction on each January 1st until we reach 4.99 in 2026, which would be five years sooner. But Senator Art Haywood opposes the bill. If uh, objective is to retain and attract employees into the workforce, we need labor policies, not tax policies. The bill now goes to the full Senate. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Representative Jennifer O'Mara in Harrisburg has introduced legislation that would offer more protections and counseling for individuals with postpartum depression in Pennsylvania. She says she wants to protect other moms who suffered as she did. This would require postpartum education before birth and screening for postpartum depression afterward. President Biden and Republican congressional leaders got together at the the White House yesterday. Afterwards, the House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said they made no progress. Everybody in this meeting reiterated the positions they were at. I didn't see any new movement. The president said the staff should get back together. But I was very clear with the president. We have now just two weeks to go. He says he would like to see sweeping cuts to federal spending before they'll uh, raise the debt again, which they have done a hundred times without uh, this kind of histrionics. A jury in New York found former President Donald Trump liable for sexually abusing a magazine writer in a department store dressing room in the 1990s. The jury didn't buy that he raped her, but did find him legally responsible for battery and defamation. It's a civil case, so he won't be going to prison. He will need to bust out his checkbook, though. The court ordered her to pay, or him to pay $5 million. Joe, you like presidential history. Is this the first president uh, found sexual, uh, to uh, yes. liable? Mm-hmm. Another first for There's Donald Trump. There's a little Trump. asterisk in, in the <laughs> record books for you. Another first for the Trumpster. Right. And Joe, I have some good news right in front of me. I'm waiting to hear it. Tucker Carlson is 
coming back. Oh, hey, be still my heart. In a video posted on Twitter Tuesday, the former Fox News personality says he will be hosting a show on Twitter. Uh, he says, quote, there aren't many platforms left that allow free speech. That last big one remaining in the world, the only one is Twitter. Where we are now, Twitter has long served as the place where our national conversation incubates and develops. Starting soon, we'll be bringing a new version of the Tucker Carlson show that we've been doing for the last six what? and a half How? years. How's he going to do Twitter. that? 160 characters? Uh, no, he'll, <laughs> they do live links. If you use their platform, you can do live feeds. So oh, okay. they'll have, what, 30 million? <laughs> <laughs> live feeds. They're going to need a big server for that, I guess. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, check that out. So, Tucker calls. A lot of people are happy. They w- they really want his lies back in the media so that we can talk about... Uh, his lies? Right. Well, you're defaming him. He may sue you. Well, that's... <laughs> I, th- I think it's been proven that he lied about Dominion. Isn't that the whole purpose of every other thing that's happened? Isn't that what Dominion found out? No, the they settled the suit, so there was no finding of no, fault. No finding of fault. Unless you believe that paying that large amount of money is a pretty good admission that you were <laughs> well, you, know. you screwed up somewhere down the line. <laughs> Somebody's t- not telling the truth here. All right, 570-743-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. We had a guest on earlier today running for Northumberland County Commissioner. To that end, another individual has called on this topic. Good morning, Greg from Cole Township. You're on the mark. Yeah, Craig Fetterman. I'm also a candidate for Northumberland County Commissioner. I don't know if uh, Mr. Clousey mentioned or didn't mention, or I, I unfortunately missed it. Um, I had a commitment. Uh, however, that this lawsuit is now going to be heard by the Supreme Court. Was that mentioned? Uh, he did not mention it, but he claimed not to know too much about it. But the Supreme Court's just looking at one cursory aspect of that. It's not going to hear the whole case. No, they are looking at the refund policy. I, 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 I can't say a whole lot because obviously it's in litigation to this point, um, but it is gaining a lot of traction with other municipalities in the state. Um, and we have said, not just I, but five commissioners have voted unanimously since the beginning of this lawsuit uh, that it, 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 it is a ridiculous lawsuit. Um, we have had... $40 million worth of commercial work completed and applied for since this lawsuit. Not one not one uh, company, Walmart, Wise Market, uh, Tractor Supply, all these have contested any of the fees. It was, uh, in our opinion, a personal attack on Cole Township. And, and uh, w- let me just reiterate and tell you that without zoning departments, where would we be? Where would our blight issue be? We need permit fees to fund zoning departments. I don't know why in God's name Northumberland County thought they shouldn't have to pay it, only because they mismanaged the project. But you have to Thank admit you. that other courts, including Commonwealth Court, have ruled against you. They, they have ruled against us. They have ruled against us, yes. And again, it's, it's a little bit tough to go into much more because it's in litigation. You are 100% correct. Uh, they have ruled against us. The Supreme Court is interested in in the aspect of the refund policy, which we have asked the court to review from the beginning, but have not ruled on the refund policy. Uh, They ruled on some other aspects of the lawsuit. So, you know, we are curious to see what what they're going to what's going to happen at that point. And and who will pay Cole Township back if the Supreme Court 
ruled in our favor. Where's the Cole Township taxpayer money? Um, we certainly can't ask the rest of the county to do it. That's not fair to the rest of the county. Uh, you know, it's wasted tax money, and that's what we said since day one, sir. So are you saying that Cold Township provided to the prison $200,000 worth of zoning services when the prison was built? Uh, well, that's what the fees are. Again, did Geisinger ever question it? And I think if you look at any other fees in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, you'll see Cold Township is right in line with our fees. Right in line. Uh, you put a deck on your house, and your your building permit fee is three or four hundred dollars. And the inspector comes and looks at it and says it's okay. Did you receive four hundred dollars worth of work? Let me ask you. I guess I guess my you you can name all kinds of deep pocket individuals that willingly pay the fee. That's fine. But I think when when the county is dealing with taxpayer dollars, they often view them as like being sacrosanct or something, we don't waste them at all. We try to get the no. absolute positive best value. And There's I think that may be what they're arguing. Maybe. I, you know, I don't know. Greg, like well, you and I, I have, or you probably have heard of everything. I haven't heard all the arguments. There's another issue here. Uh, our solicitor, and I'm a municipal official, our solicitor has always told us that our fees have to reflect our costs. So and, I think you have to be able to justify that, that a rather large fee uh, with uh, with some with some back background. I think that's why I you lost you in other courts. What, what municipality you're involved with? Shemokin Dam Borough. Okay, Shemokin Dam Borough. What is your percentage fee for a permit? It's not a percentage. It's based on uh, it's based on uh, what we what we have in it. So so let's say uh, Monroe Plaza and other store builds there. And the and the price is uh, twenty million dollars, like the prison. What would you charge them? I don't remember what the exact fee was, but we had a rather two billion dollar power plant build in our community, and I don't think our fee was several hundred thousand dollars. I'd have to go back and ask our borough manager, but yeah, I know it wasn't that high. I wish you would, because you're telling me on a case by case basis, your board or panel decides how much somebody's going to pay, and you don't have a set fee, and you never got sued. No, no, no. We do have a set fee. But it's based well, on what they put But it's based on, it's based on our expenses. That. It's based on what it costs us to administer it. But okay. it is a schedule. But to be continued, Greg, regardless, uh, I understand you're saying that this is an appropriate fee. Obviously, this is why we're in the courts with it. Right. Yeah, the other yeah, side yeah, says, right. And, and, you know, you'll defend Shemoke and Danborough. I'll defend Cole Township till the sun goes down tonight. <laughs> okay. And I would do the same for Northumberland County gotcha. if it was switched the other way. So what do you... Uh, you get elected to represent the people, and you damn sure should represent them, no matter who you're with. Like, you're with Smoke and Dam, I'm with Cole Township, and, and, uh, and you know, but, like, at some point, like, I, you know, you guys were just talking, at some point, both parties have to have to apply common sense. Sure. No argument. And, 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 and uh, <laughs> my sort of comical... My comical answer to to solve all the <laughs> all the political problems is that we need to form a department of common sense, which is one person sitting at a desk and say, "Does it make sense or doesn't it?" You know, <laughs> because we don't have much common sense; is not very common anymore. You guys know that. Yeah, we have a we so, have a common sense officer up here. How far are you going to push this? <laughs> suppose the suppose the Supreme Court upholds the Commonwealth Court and says, "Nope, it was excessive." What are you going to do? Well, I, I actually am not an attorney, okay, so, so I guess I really can't answer that until we would get options from an attorney. I, I wouldn't know. I don't, don't know the law past that. I'm, 
not not an attorney, so right, I, I really you. couldn't uh, tell right, well, you what we would do until we get advice from one. Okay. All right, well, stay in touch, sir. Thank you. Good luck in the election. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll hey, talk thank again. you guys for hearing me. Hey, any time. Uh, you, you, know, you would have been more than nice welcome to day. come on the program when, once we're in the general election. We hope to have you in here in person. I'd love to. All right, thank okay. you so much. Greg Federer is yep. a Cole Township Commissioner and is running for Northumberland County Commissioner. All right, we'll take a quickie break, Joe. I asked you if uh, President Trump was the only individual. No, uh, Paul, well, well, it's he's the only one held liable in a court. One of our you listeners mean, says Bill Clinton paid Paula Jones $850 million, but that was in, before it went to court. He settled. Right, well, that's not a conviction. Right, that's he is. He is President Trump is the first one convicted right. of sexual assault, in a if civil. you will. Right. Okay. So, yeah, big, big, big difference. Uh, DL. So much appreciated for the email, though. Send us more. We'd love them. And the way that you direct them to our attention, whether you want to talk about Cold Township versus County or Vinnie Clousey or uh, any other topic relates to the county observations we heard earlier, 570-743-9565 is the telephone number. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OT. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. This is attorney Greg Stuck. I've been a practicing trial attorney here in the local area for the last 35 years, and I'm running for magisterial district judge on Route 522 to replace attorney John Reed. I learned the value of hard work and a good work ethic from working for my family's company, Furman Foods in Point Township, and from working for my father, Wendell Stuck, when he was a pharmacist and district manager with Ray and Derek. My great-grandfather, J.W. Furman, wrote a book called Sticktuitiveness about work and Christian ethics. I understand what it takes to work hard and to build my own business, which I've done over the last 35 years as a trial attorney. Without question, I am the most experienced and most qualified candidate for magisterial district judge, and I humbly ask for your vote in the primary election on May 16th, paid for by Greg Stuck. Improve visibility in your vehicle and save $10 on a pair of Trico Force wiper blades now at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Don't risk your safety because of bad wiper blades. Be ready for any weather. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades for free. Visit your local O'Reilly Auto Parts or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Gain presents a tale of longing and long-lasting scent. Dear love of my life, we were on the 12B bus when I caught a whiff. 
A scent so fresh, so life-changing, I had to find its source. I didn't know if you were the woman in the pink freshly washed cardigan or the retired mailman next to me, but I knew one of you was my soulmate. Ah, the scent of Gain Flings. Add Gain Scent Beads for an even longer lasting scent. Anyway, welcome back. Well, Five. We, we absolutely knew that today, of all the things that I could have predicted, I would have absolutely bet my whole zillions that you constantly oh, refer to okay. me as having, that we would hear from E.B. And sure enough, we've heard from E.B. She says, what a glorious day in America. Hot on the heels of Trump's recent criminal indictment, he was yesterday found uh, criminally, civilly liable uh, for sexual assault and defamation. It's so great to finally see him start to be held accountable. Here's hoping the train keeps on rolling with indictments from Georgia and over the classified documents. I can never get tired of women winning. <laughs> Trump for prison 2024. <laughs> Trump for prison. Nice job, EB. All right. Thank you for that. Much appreciated. There's some other emails we'll get to as many as possible. Callers come first. Stand dialed first. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning. Boy, EB has a bad, doesn't she? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Trump wasn't convicted of anything, correct? It wasn't a criminal court. Right, he was found he guilty civil in a civil suit. trial. Yep. There's a difference, correct? Yep, absolutely. Okay. Big right, difference. I just wanted to clarify that. Major difference. Yeah, major difference. So, yeah, he's going to have to pay more. Well, he's going to appeal, from what I understand. But I'm not here to defend Trump. Trump can do that himself. You know, it is what it is. It's a he said, she said situation, in my opinion, and it, the trial took place in New York. Well, I didn't ever expect Trump to get a fair trial in New York, just the way it is. So, that being said, what it is, but come on, EB, what are you going to do when Biden gets convicted of, uh, you know, tr being a traitor to the TRICOMs, to the U.S. with the TRICOMs? Because that's going to happen, and, and all his uh, uh, pay-for-play Stuff that's going on. What's, well, what's he be going to say then? Supposedly that was a, out there. that was apparently going to start this morning at nine o'clock in the Congress. Uh, the Oversight Committee was going to supposedly make a big announcement about what they have found so far with respect to the big guy getting his ten percent. <laughs> right. With uh, I think it was the suspicious activities reports right. from the. Federal Reserve or the Treasury, whoever handles that stuff, they have that a bunch of reports right. of, yes. and it's what 200, 200 of them or something like that. But we, you know, I we're going we're we're, we're to cover that up because that doesn't fit our narrative. Right, exactly, <laughs> and that's what's going to happen. They'll try and cover it, and that's what I know that uh, Comer, with the who's in charge of that committee, was telling the DOJ, don't indict Hunter because for his tax evasion that they're going after him for, supposedly, because I guess if they indict, indict him for that, then they can't bring this stuff up in Congress because it'll be an active criminal case. And then they'll just, you know, string that along until 2025. Well, Fox, so, is, Fox yeah. News is streaming that, that hearing right now live. Representative Comer's press conference is being streamed live on Fox. So, okay, well, good. If you want to know what happened, so, that's where it's going on. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't expect that much to happen. Much like yesterday, the negotiations with the, you know, the <laughs> debt ceiling thing. Because you know, Biden is Biden steering us towards a cliff. The Republicans have done their job per the Constitution, Amendment Fourteen, Section Five. That Congress is to make up whatever 
bills need to be done to solve the debt problem. Congress, the House of Representatives, have done their job. Now it's up to the Senate to do their job, and they seem to be refusing to do their job. Now they're going to try and blame Republicans if the debt ceiling isn't done, but they have passed a bill that raises the debt ceiling and works at lowering the debt. Haven't seen anything from the White House or the Senate to that effect. All we see from the White House is a $6.8 trillion proposed budget. Right, and so they don't. Trillion, they, they billion, trillion. They don't share responsibility here at all. Who does it? The Republicans and Democrats in Washington. Oh, no, no. Well, they all share responsibility for raising the debt. That I will not argue with about <coughs> with anybody about. Okay, but what happened right now? The Republicans in the House have done their job. They have proposed a bill. They have passed it in the House of Representatives to raise the debt ceiling over a trillion dollars, but they also have something in there to cut spending. Wasteful spending, because we all know there's lots of that, but our fine president, squatting in the White House, will not talk with them. All right. That yesterday was probably, you do it my way, or it's the highway. And the <laughs> Senate, Schumer's the same way. He hasn't proposed anything, but it's all the Republicans in the House fault. So when McCarthy, I'm sorry, <laughs> they're about, not doing their job. But when House Speaker McCarthy goes in and says it's my way or the highway, he's good. But when President no, 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 says no, no, my no, way or the Mark, highway, he's bad. They passed the, they passed the, they passed the bill, which is their job, correct? Right. Well, the President is also very recalcitrant about the fact that let's just do the debt ceiling and then we'll go to the table with absolutely everything you want to discuss and talk right. about and negotiate. But that right. won't happen. Right, right. That won't happen. And, and he knows, and, and Biden never lies. Well, look at uh, McCarthy. He's well, a liar. They're all liars. Let's face it. The, the wait Republicans. A wait a second. No, hold no, on. No. Hold on a second. Hold on Biden? one second. The Republicans and the Democrats would all agree that we need Never to cut mind. the deficit. We're not men, we yeah. all need. We all agree we ought to cut the deficit. The problem is going to be when we decide how much we're going to cut it. What we cut. The Democrats are going to want to cut things the Republicans want to keep, and the Republicans are going to want to cut things the Democrats want to keep. I think the only fair way to do it is to say we're cutting everything five percent. All right, Stan, we'll give you the last word. I don't word. have a problem with this. Go right I have in. no problem with that. But if they're unwilling to negotiate, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. As McCarthy has said, we passed the bill. It's the Senate's job to pass a bill. We'll come together in conference, and we'll negotiate. All right, but they're unwilling some. to do that. So they're going to blame the Republicans? No, yep. no, no. I'm sorry. doesn't work that way. <laughs> All right. We got you, sir. doesn't Thank work that you. way because they did their way. job. <laughs> yeah, I think it does work that way. All right. So you all have a great day. You too, think Stan. Take care. Yeah, thank you so much, sir. Yeah, much appreciated. All right. Mary, thanks for patience. You're on the mark. Oh, hi. I just wanted to call about the trial yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, why why didn't she report this? She waited, what, 23, 24 years? It, it just seems funny. And now that election, you know, is, is going to come up next year, that all of a sudden she's saying this. It, it's like... Well, this has been pending for years. It has nothing to do with the election next year. I think well, she, she got a good payday, didn't she? Five million dollars. Well, I don't think Trump's going to pay it. I think he's going to appeal it, and probably he should. But you know, let's face it: there were bad things on each side in that trial. In one, uh, Trump identified her as his ex-wife, Marla yes. Maples, after telling everybody <laughs> that she wasn't his type. I'm yes, sure that I, that didn't help that. him. That didn't help him at all. Well, no, and they showed the Access Hollywood video too a couple and times. And when and when his attorney asked her a legitimate question like, "Why didn't you scream?" her response 
response was, how dare you ask me that? So, <laughs> Yeah, it, it's, it's something's funny there. I don't know. But it was a good payday if she gets it. <laughs> Yeah, five well, million she's, dollars. <laughs> she's also suffered quite a bit uh, as she was able to quantify. So uh, m- maybe it is a good payday. I don't know, but she, she, it, she's she paid suffered. a high price for it, right? Absolutely. How, you how are did right. she suffer? It was her word against his. Uh, well, those are two different topics. One, how much did she suffer? I think she enumerated on that. I didn't follow the case clearly. I would imagine she spoke of uh, anguish and lost opportunity in, in whatever version or ways. And the other part's the liable aspect when he defamed her uh, afterwards. So she said that, that hurt her reputation, which can can be quantified. And uh, as for it's a he should, she said, that's what a lot of civil trials are. Uh, juries, Republican Conservative all over the world often believe women, and you know maybe gratefully so, uh, when they tell these stories. I I think she should have come out with this a long time ago. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, maybe she did. Yeah. I know. All right, thank Why you so wait? much, Mary. Yeah, thanks Why for wait calling that in. Many years. Gotcha. Okay, all right. then. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you very very much. All right, we'll take more comers on this. Either the uh, George Santos incidentally turned himself into federal authorities today, so we'll know more about his <laughs> indictments uh, shortly. He's a good Republican. Uh, President no, Trump. No, he's not a good Republican. He's <laughs> well, if he were a bad Republican, he's a Republican. He'd, he'd get bounced out. He's an R. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. He gets to be an R, and a much needed R in Congress. So, all right, five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. Our telephone number. You can email us as uh, two individuals have done right in plain sight in front of you, Joe, on the market wkok.com. Read one if you wish, please. All right. Uh, do you know how many changes and suits Trump ha- or charges and suits Trump has tied up in court on appeals? He continues to appeal for years, so the suits do not get settled. Well, at some that's point, his right. R- right, but at some point they would have to. There'd have to be an end to it. But uh, and a, a a a delay through. Um, courts is not an acquittal. It just has to be heard later. All right, Joe, read that one, big one in front of you. Oh, okay. I was going to take the one that we'll just do that came when in. We come okay. Back. Uh, let's see. Yesterday, a caller erroneously referred to Article 4, Section 1 of the Constitution as a defense for the government spending the country into debt by misstating the meaning of the full faith and credit clause. He contended as if this was part of the Constitution meant the government had an unlimited line of monetary credit. The fact is Article 4 addresses legal matters and privileges and immunities as they pertain to the ununified relationship between states. Article 4, Section 1, which the caller specifically cited, has absolutely nothing to do with monetary policy and government spending, nor do any of the other three sections. Let's look at the whole passage. Quote, full faith and credit shall be given in each state to the public acts, records, and judicial proceedings of every other state, and the Congress may, by general laws, prescribe the manner in which such acts, records, and proceedings shall be proved, and the effect thereof. But it's not surprising that a caller to this show who frequently pontificates to the rest of us dummies would mislead and distort the truth to favor his bias. That, or like so many other callers, he really doesn't know what he's talking about. Signed, Craig. Sounds Craig. All right. We'll take a quickie break. When we come back, response, the truth, and your opinion. We'd like to hear them. 570-743-9565 is the telephone number. You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com. It's easy to think all money managers are pretty much the same. But at Fisher Investments, we're clearly different. Different? How? You sell high-commission investment products, right? 
No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission-based investment products. Well, you must earn commissions on trades. Nope, never at Fisher. We're a fiduciary obligated to act in our client's best interest. It's the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. How do you know what's in their best interest? We get to know our clients and then tailor a portfolio based on their goals and needs. But you probably sneak in some hidden and layered fees. No, we have one transparent management fee structured so we do better when our clients do better. Wow, you really do look out for your clients. That's because our top priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. It might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly different money management. Investments and securities involve the risk of loss. As a roofer, I'm always on the go. So I need to be able to get things done from anywhere. That's why I partner with Beacon. With the new Beacon Pro Plus app, I've got the brands I depend on, like GAF, right at my fingertips. It's like having my Beacon rep in my pocket 24-7. I rely on Beacon because I never stop building, and neither do they. Now through June, purchase through Beacon Pro Plus and earn up to $1,500. Beacon, always building. Carrie, is this schedule the most updated? There's a wedding season rush at Dr. Iona's dental practice. We're fully booked this week. We can try and squeeze you in next Tuesday. She needs a dental hygienist to unveil fresh smiles. (gasps) How long has three been under the UV light? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. In business, everything your employees do impacts your brand, including what they wear. Cintas has high-performance workplace apparel for almost every job imaginable. From work shirts and pants to polos and khakis to Oxfords or T-shirts, these clothes move, breathe, and look great. Your team gets the styles they like, you convey the image you want. And Cintas service includes weekly laundry and delivery. To learn more, visit Cintas.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the workday. The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. John Griffin. Head basketball coach at Bucknell. Historically, Bucknell's brand has been associated with the NCAA tournament. There's been loyal support since I've been involved with the program, and it's been an amazing tool for us in the world of recruiting. I'm looking forward to reigniting both campus and community. The Steve Jones Show, 3 to 5 weekdays on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones. More in the Iowa situation, and we'll talk about the NBA playoffs today, 3 to 5 News Radio 1070 WKOK. All right, we got a couple of texts and emails. Uh, CBS sends us a note, says federal prosecutors have charged Republican Representative George Santos of New York with fraud, money laundering, and other crimes, according to an indictment unsealed t- today. Uh, he's in custody in a federal courthouse. They were filed by federal prosecutors in New York that examined his congressional campaign and financial dealings. So what happens to him now? Well, you go back to Congress. Yeah, You're right. innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> right. and he'll fit right in. Oh, very good, Mark. As, as a lion criminal <laughs> on both sides of the aisle, I assure you. All right. Uh, we have an email, email and three texts. The text, one says, Mary, I was molested when I was seven. I'm 57 now and never reported it. And then Stan, Trump said he couldn't be charged while in office, right? So President Biden has the same benefit. Only on the federal level. Right. Trump could, or Biden could be uh, indicted or something on a state and or, then, or a local level. Well, that's that true. 
And then in relation to our county discussion, the taxpayers got ripped off with the prison in Cole Township. They charged by the value of the prison cost to build. Right, it's a percentage. Now, you were they were talking about the building permit in Cold Township, which was $200,000 for Cold Township, and Northumberland County always felt that was excessive. Uh, do you Actually, it was 300 and some thousand, but the oh, last okay. one they uh, argued about, the final payment was that $200,000. Oh, to get back, right. okay. In Shemokin Dam, you know 1% more about permit fees t- now than you did a half hour ago. Right, uh, the one permit fee that we charged for a $2 billion power plant was 550 bucks. Now, the building permit, we contract that out with CETA, uh, with the Keystone COG, but they have to have a, their their fees have to reflect their costs. What they're putting in. So it. I don't know exactly what their building permit cost was, but all we charged for the $2 billion power plant was 550 bucks. Why? Where do we come up with building fees that are a percentage of the whole project? Is I that don't know. common? I, 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 I'm not familiar with that. Every time our solicitor has talked about us, about fees, he said they have to reflect our costs. Okay. But so, maybe other municipalities do it. I'm sure Cole Township is not alone charging percentage of the project. No, if you know, you're allowed to do it, I, I'm sure many people do do it that well, way. Well, that might apply, uh, particularly in uh, uh, b- building new construction where you have to have plumbing and electrical inspections throughout the right. process, so the code office is going to be there regularly. Now, where we make money is when it changes hands. You know, we get part of the real estate transfer tax. Okay. And on a, a property that's a couple of billion dollars, that's fairly substantial. Right, then that could be a big help. Right. All right, back on the subject of Mr. Clausey's candidacy. Jim from Mount Carmel Township says, I just want to remind you that when Vinnie Clausey ran for commissioner in 2007, Vinnie told the voters that at that time, the county had a big budget deficit. He was proven right. Well, they had, they had $30 million in debt also. When Vinnie went into office in 2008, the county was close to bankruptcy. When he left in 2015, the county had a budget surplus. I have no doubt Vinny is telling the truth about Chicatano and Claiborne's $6 billion deficit. I also have no doubt that Vinny will be able to fix this deficit spending. Again, that's Jim from Mount Carmel Township. Right, that $30 million in debt left over from the Selena Lewis uh, borrowing spree, borrowing money <laughs> right. for the county prison and borrowing money for the county administration building and everything else. And it took subsequent, commi- previous before Vinny Clausey and subsequent ones after one to, to whittle that down to zero. But I right. believe it is paid off now. Well, let's face it. County government's always going to be a tricky, uh, tricky animal. You know, it's it, it's highly political in every county, don't you think? Well, and it's hard for lay people to follow because, you know, like as Finney Klaus explained, why he knows there's a $6 million deficit. And if you hear uh, Joe Claibon or Sam Chicatano, they say, well, no, the, balance is budget, the budget is balanced, but we just don't have workers there. So, therefore, we're, you know, we're not getting – we don't have this, the same number of expenses, but we just can't – we don't have the money to pay, you know, $20 an hour for starting salaries and things like this. So uh, – um, do you think if they they're get, talking about their version of reality? Would you think they, in, in answer to Commissioner uh, former Commissioner Clausey's comments, do you believe that if they were able to pay twenty twenty one dollars an hour for prison guards, they'd get more people, or do you think it's the prison shortage? You argued, I think, the shortage of people generally when Mr. Clausey was here. Well, people who can work now are salary hopping. 
you know so why would you work in a prison where you know the danger exists for 15 17 18 dollars an hour when you can get 20 dollars an hour at a local company that doesn't involve any danger You're selling cheeseburgers or injury right well 15 dollars you might burn your hand on the grill 15 <laughs> is pretty common now for restaurant sort of behind the scene workers 20 dollars an hour in a restaurant somebody said 20 dollars at McDonald's I don't think that's happening you know I think they're still in the mid teens but you can still find 13 dollars an hour uh, sort of entry-level jobs around here. But you can get $20 an hour if you're willing to work. Some of the factory jobs around here, I know Conagra is way above 20 because they got a union. And, uh, you know, there's one factory around here that pays $30 an hour if you work their overnight shift diligently, you know, and keep, you know, s- fly right and stay in service Do to Do the them. job, right. And so on, right. So, um People are salary hopping. So would you want to be a prison guard for $20 an hour or work the overnight shift at the Webstrant for $30 an hour? Well, i got a wife and kids to think about, so what's, what's better? Well, I think that, you know, prison guards should get more money than the average bear. I mean, that's it's dangerous work. Let's face right. it. How many times have we had stories on the air about prison guards being assaulted? And even at the Northumberland County Prison. So, I mean, there is an amount of risk, an element of risk to the job. And I believe risk and reward are in direct proportion to one another. Right. Right. So, uh, yeah, maybe. You can't get a police officer for $14 an hour. Why? <laughs> because your your cops cost you about a hundred hundred a piece. Well, if you can, a consider all of the benefits, I think it's north of that. Right, and their training, mm-hmm. and, training. Right, more than a hundred. Right, because some of it is salary, but some of it is their training and sick sick costs or benefits and so on. Right. So, uh, yeah, the municipalities like Northumberland and Shaboka Dam, it's a tough road to keep good officers, also because they 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 salary hop too. You know, they got they have wives and and husbands and spouses to think well, about. But you know, in the end, a municipality, any municipality, has to look at the costs that they can afford, and if they can no longer afford what it is it's going to cost to provide the service, they have to make a tough choice: do we cut the service, or do we settle for something less than satisfactory with respect to the employees we hire? Right. When it comes to policing, you have the opportunity to have state police provide your coverage, but there are some there are some shortcomings to that. There's advantages to it also, but there's some shortcomings. Response time is often one that folks talk about. Right. All right, 570, we'll take your opinion. We're kind of digging into the county commissioner discussion. I've got to do our car ad and hit our break. So stand by, Harry. This is going to be a four-minute delay. All right, sunburymotors.com. Fantastic address to know if you are one of the individuals who would like to help a local company solve the worker shortage. Sunbury Motor Company uh, is looking for some great behind-the-scenes employees. Well, they have many awesome technicians already ready to serve you. They are even looking for more to how busy they are at that 107-year-old dealership. Uh, They are looking for an entry-level and experienced technician to work in their quick lane, car and light truck service departments, the heavy truck service, body frame and alignment, and the towing department. I happen to know there's an opening at the painting shop, too. Uh, Whether you are an experienced technician or entry-level or looking for your first job, I guess you could be all of those, right? Or someone looking for a career change. They'd love to hear from you and you could do what I cannot and that's sell. So they are looking for car salesmen also as well. Sunburymotors.com When car repairs get difficult. Well, I just don't know. Um, Me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. 
more than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections? Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. out of auto repair. Talpahawken Mountain Spring Water is my go-to, and I'm always on the go. I always have a bottle with me because not all water is the same. Talpahawken is natural mountain spring water. It's so important to stay hydrated, and I definitely feel more alert and energized when I drink up my share of Talpahawken Mountain Spring Water. Talpahawken Mountain Spring Water, Northumberland, with convenient delivery to your home or office. Keep a bottle with you all the time at talpahawkenwater.com. From the very beginning, we're all about being connected. And year after year, through every stage of life, that need grows even stronger. Which is why Penn Teledata never stops improving our advanced fiber network. We connect the things that matter most. Businesses, schools, healthcare, governments, and of course, the people who make our community strong. This is technology with a purpose. Stay connected with Penn Teledata. Yeah, I'm so stressed. Our business is growing. We've got people all over now. Uma. What is that? Meditation? I'm recommending the Uma cloud phone system with auto attendant and more than 50 features. Uma? Yep. Switching to Uma is a cinch. Just $24.95 per month per user, plus taxes and fees. Uma. Now you're feeling it. Find Small Business Calm at uma.com slash radio. That's O-O-M-A dot com slash radio. Never. The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care. Here to keep you firing on all cylinders. Welcome back. Good bumper music. Love this. All right, 570-743-9565 is our telephone number. Harry's been very patient. Harry, thank you for waiting. You are on the mark. Hey, no problem. Um, I, I found it, uh, the interview with Vinny interesting. Uh, Vinny is one of the all-time greats at revisionist history. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I can tell you with Vinny, and I know, uh, I personally know several people who were department heads in, in the county during Vinny's reign, and uh, I'm, I'm not arguing that Vinny did some good things budget-wise. I don't. I'm not privy to a lot of that stuff. You know, we we see things, we hear things, but we're not involved in the day-to-day running. We have to assume that they're true. You know, that's one of those things you assume they're true. What I can tell you is that morale during his time as commissioner was as low as it could be in any any. Uh, uh, any kind of work, people were were there um, 
feeling bullied. And, and I've known Vinny a little bit through the years. I don't know him well. I mean, we don't know each other on a, you know, on a uh, social uh, level. But I have seen him in action in his, in his restaurant. Um, he, and he is pretty much a bully. So a lot of times what Vinny likes to do is he believes in the, uh, the way of the world now is if you say it loud enough, long enough and often enough it must be true uh, but I will tell you that if I had to deal and, and I did deal with him uh, through the state stores too because he was the landlord of the store in uh, the property that the store was in in downtown Schmokin uh, and he lied about the lease issue there he lied about many things and if you called him with a problem which I had to once um uh, we had a plumbing issue, and his first words out of the first words out of his mouth were, "What did you do to break it?" I said, "Look, either send somebody to fix it, or don't. The water's running down the down out of the pipe, so you do what you have to. It's your business, your building." Uh, he didn't especially like that, but but he's he's really just a bully who. Uh, if Vinny told me my name, I'd check my birth certificate, and I think the voters in Northumberland County should keep that in mind. That yes, he gets some things done, but the but the he leaves a lot of collateral damage in the in the wake, and I think that's not what we need. I'm not a big Claybon and Chicatano fan. I I think they have perfected talking out of both sides of their mouth as well to a level that you know it takes many politicians twenty years to do. They've done it in a lot less. So I, I have no great love for any of them. But if Benny was the only guy running, I'd still vote for none of the above. <laughs> boy, boy, you're tough today, Harry. You're well, really tough. Kind of a, uh... <laughs> well, I don't. You know me. I don't like to let people guess what I'm thinking. I like to just <laughs> let it out there. I think that in the long run, we we are what we're talking about in the county right now is what's going on everywhere. You know, we we talk about you know here's Biden and Mayor Pete the other day have a this huge press conference about the airlines' rights and about what the federal government's going to do, and in the meantime, nobody asks why is the federal government getting in and telling businesses how they must must do things, especially when ninety percent of the airlines are supplying the services on delayed flights that the government's now going to mandate. Nobody looks at that. And that's where Vinny, that's how Vinny governs, too. So, you know, it's all about flash and sizzle, but no no substance. Well, as they used to say down south, he's all hat and no cattle. Is that what you're saying? I never, I never heard that <laughs> one, but I like that. Yeah, we used to call it a... Um, alligator mouth and a hummingbird well I'll clean it up behind <laughs> okay. and the uh, so you are you are you registered Democrat because you'll have choice you can nominate those guys and then nominate if, if they both get nominated which they should I am a registered Democrat okay, I would rather so. be a registered independent but you cannot vote in the primaries and I, and I find that offensive in the state of Pennsylvania well, that's but I am a registered Democrat right, that's another topic altogether but, oh I know, uh, yeah, I know. So, okay so you'll get a good ballot in the fall <laughs> you'll be able to make good choices in your view so, but oh. You, um, yeah. Yeah, oh that's right yeah you wouldn't have to pick one of the Republicans no. you just pick two Democrats no. that's all you get so yeah yep. all right we got you and, Harry. Don't, and, and people have to remember that too you can even in the primaries you can write in whoever you want that's true those you can right. indeed right 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 yeah you, you know you're not choice. stuck just because they tell you to vote for somebody you can write in whoever you want yeah we got a lot of people asking for writing i've somebody. consistently supported elmer fudd's candidacy over the years oh, brother. <laughs> well <laughs> i know i know the last few times that uh uh 
we were voting for the state representative, uh, even running unopposed, I couldn't bring myself to vote for them. So I got several votes. Uh, you guys got <laughs> through together. The years. <laughs> you guys ought to get together. We could have the FUD candidacy in the years ahead. Of there you go. People, well, and, and you know, there was. Do you guys remember an old movie back in the late seventies? Uh, Richard Pryor was in it. Hume Cronin. It was called Brewster's Millions. Yes. Yes. Very funny movie. You remember one of the. One of the things for the campaign was because he had to spend so much money in order to get this huge inheritance. And uh, <laughs> one of the things that he did was he ran a campaign for mayor of New York City, none of the above. And he actually was able to uh, get that <laughs> candidate to win, and then they brought somebody else in. I wish that could happen in real life. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of that going on. All right. Thank you so much, Harry. Thanks, Thanks for calling Harry. in. Much appreciated. All, All right. right. Eric, it's your dime. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Um, a couple things about what Stan said, you know, being in Washington. We need compromise. We need compromise. I think there's, there's, uh, yes, we, we, we have a debt which is too high, but also we have to be able to pay our bills. And if this goes to, to the point where we're not paying our bills and everything crashes, like you say it might, as early as June 1st, then I think there's fingers we point on both sides. I think both sides need to, those need to cross the aisle and say, okay, we have this issue. Let's, let's meet somewhere in the middle. As to always pointing the figure at New York when they're indicting Trump, I'll remind Stan the reason it happened is because mostly it's in state court, and that's where Trump decided he would live for all those years and apparently play and apparently be a bad boy before retreating down to Mar-a-Lago and becoming a citizen of Florida um, most recently. Um, but that's not the reason I called. Because um, this morning, good morning, America. DJ Nicole Taylor was on. That's the mother of the six-year-old who shot the teacher in Newport News. And she was there, and also the great-grandfather, I guess, who's now the actual, has custody of the young fellow, and, of course, the family's lawyer. Um, and they asked her several questions. How's he doing? Then it got to the media issue. How did he get the gun? And the response is, we don't know. In fact, they asked directly to the, to the lawyer, said, do, do, you know, how do you get the gun? Do we know? And he goes, no human person except the child knows. But here's the fact that she reported them. She felt she secured the gun by placing it on the, the second uh, a shelf she felt the child couldn't get to. And this goes to my point. Uh, I said this before on the air. I really believe that any place that sells handguns, any place you can buy a handgun, and the handgun was legal. She had purchased it legally. If you have a handgun and you purchase a handgun, you should have to purchase a handgun safe. I think handguns come with is, a is that perfect? Gun is that perfect? No. But it is a great step. I, I believe that there's a good chance that she had a handgun safe and had the gun safely in with that safe that this incident probably would not have happened. Is, it is already, a, it's at least a state law. I know every handgun I've purchased comes with a gun lock. Do, no, he's talking about a gun safe, not a gun oh, lock. A, a gun safe. Because I can understand the Never point. Mind. Well, if I'm in a, in a position where I need to get that gun and use it, I don't have time to unlock it. I get it. Okay. But the handgun safe, and I have, I, I've said before, I have safes on my house to lock up all my firearms. But the one I have closest to where I need it, I can open it in less than two seconds. Okay? But uh, only I and not my grandchildren know how to open it. Mm -hmm. Okay? If that gun would have been in a safe, I'd say there's a very low chance that that child would have shot that teacher and that this parent would not be now under felony charges for what happened. I'm thinking this is, a, again, I'm, I'm pre presenting common sense but good first steps towards trying to come to grips with handgun violence and again i'm more about the, i'm about kids mostly and so many times you hear about kids who get a hold of guns and shoot themselves or accidentally shoot their their playmates because they're playing with the guns 
and okay. almost every case, it's because they're not secured. You have a handgun, you've got a handgun safe. All right, we got you, sir. Thank you. Thanks for checking in. Thank you, gentlemen. Much appreciated. All right, everybody has to have a handgun safe. Tomorrow, Mike O'Donnell's coming in. He's running for Northumberland County DA. So we'll have another candidate tomorrow and open phones. We'll probably talk about guns. I thought that would be a pleasant change. What do you think? Guns tomorrow? Oh, sure. Let's, oh, let's do we it. This is WKOK Sunbury.